Hi guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part one of this week's New Music Saturday podcast. Bonesy and I had a fantastic time this week on part one. Lots of sidetracks, lots of good conversation, lots of amazing music. We started off proper heavy, like the first probably four or five tracks I can't remember are absolute heavy bangers it's incredible um there's quite a bit of a mix in there in terms of different styles and stuff like that as well it would kind of have a bit of a drop off point in the middle where it goes a little bit smoother a little bit more acoustic um a little bit more uh, just yeah some beautiful kind of funky stuff going on uh, and then we raise it up for a bit of a tripped out end as well so it is top quality uh, you've got to ride the wave of part one this week because it sounds absolutely amazing uh, the bands the quality of music the submissions we're getting is absolutely brilliant at the moment we love it so thank you so much for that uh, if you're in a band and listening thank you so much for listening regardless of whether or not you're in a band and thank you so much you know we keep saying this but if everyone tells one friend or two friends and they go and tell one friend or two friends imagine how far we could grow and it happens week on week out week in week out can't speak uh, you guys uh, must tell people because the show grows and grows and we really really appreciate it because at the end of the day it just means more people get to hear these incredible bands and this brilliant music the independent scene is absolutely vibrant right now it is full of amazing new music and new bands uh, we adore it you obviously adore listening to it because you keep coming back so i won't hold you back from that any longer you listen to this enjoy let us know what you think uh, and also uh, happy december it's a, it's a month of christmas cheer for uh, for most of us uh, i put my tree up today that was nice um so uh, you know hope you're digging the holiday season as well um cheers guys dig this Right on, and welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, Dr. Bones, the Doctor of Many Things, but on Michael Doctor, and of course, Mike Fashion Late Fight, which he definitely was tonight. What's going on, Mike? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. Yeah, sorry, I definitely was a little bit late this evening. I am good. It's been a pretty good week. We've got our Christmas tree up, which is nice. Uh, it was Bandcamp Friday, which is lovely. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I had a good Bandcamp Friday. I bought uh, the new High Front. I just love getting all those emails like, well, what am I going to buy? It's like, oh, going to buy this, going to buy this, going to buy this. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, and I, I bought uh, the Annika Janie P. Nostalgia with a booklet. 
Oh, so, yeah, 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 nice. So, I bought the CDs, but I didn't buy the booklet version, actually. Uh, oh, I, sure. I did. I saw the book. I was like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so tempted, but it's just like, I can't quite stretch it, you know. If it wasn't December, if it wasn't Christmas shopping coming up, maybe I would have done, but I know, CDs right? are good, though. Well, the one I didn't buy, and not because he sent it to us as well, but I just actually I, I put it on my list and actually forgot to buy it, it was the new uh, Titanosaur track. Which will be the oh, first track tonight. I mean, it's up there. He did send to us, but even if they send to us, I still buy the track anyway. So you know, and that's just uh, yeah, yeah. just what I do, and like I have no problems doing it, you know. But that's the one I did actually forget. It's like, oh right. So wait to the the new. Uh, we'll, we'll wait to the new uh, um, New Year for the new next uh, um, Bank Camp Friday, and I'll get it then. Yeah, nice, nice, good shout, good shout. Yeah, I bought a few things. I bought uh, Soviet Girls. I think we played them on the podcast. Yes, we have. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so that's been in my wish list for a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, I must buy that. Um, I got the Mikey J discography, which is, I think, I can't remember how much it was. It was ridiculously cheap for oh, okay. um, quite a few different um, sort of things in there, including his latest album, which I really liked. Uh, I did pre order the Kiffy album as well, so that was, uh, that was good. So there's, a, there's a guitar set on one of the tracks. I was like, right, he's going down that route. I'll pre order this one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's one I, I didn't buy either. I mean, obviously, we're kind of limited uh, per month uh, for stuff we can buy. But yeah, exactly, um, yeah, the yeah. one nice thing is uh, a band we're playing tonight, or artist playing tonight, Ammo. Her song, uh, Cold War City, was initially supposed to be released on the 10th. But mm. because Bandcamp French, like, okay, you know what? I'm going to release it today. So, And I, I, already, anyway, yeah, I already pre-ordered it, so it's pretty cool. And on a band we're playing tonight called Three Little Ducks, which is pretty cool. Um, brand new, Get the Fuck Out of Dodge, which is awesome. I did buy. Nice. Uh, I bought that. Obviously, I bought uh, King Buffalo. And oh, nice! Yeah, the, yeah, the EP yeah. is really good, but each song, holy Christ, are they ever fucking long? <laughs> so <laughs> they're, they're great tunes, but I just like maybe it's a little too long for NMS. But we'll see. Like I think the, the shortest one <laughs> is like, and the shortest one is probably matching across the sea about about ten and a half minutes. So nice, nice, yeah. nice. I mean, I love across the sea. So. Why not? Why not? You know, maybe we'll end up doing a track a week for these guys. Did you see? Um, on uh, oh my god, I can't speak. Sorry, that's not very good. For this <laughs> uh, on across the sea, <laughs> um, they they what they've done is they've gone back and listened to every episode where we played one of their tracks, and they transcribed what we'd said. No way. Of, yeah, then they wrote a load of quotes, like this massive list of quotes. Uh, on like Facebook and wherever. Um, How did I miss that? Said. Like I, I, I follow them on everything. Like what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty. Uh, maybe you. Well, I'll go check the page. The problem. Um, I'll just tag you in it here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Like it, it is. Yeah, it's like it's got things just to get it out. It's like one of us said, it's ridiculous how good this is. Nothing like anything I've ever heard. I cannot tell you enough how much I love this album. <laughs> but they literally, and they've got your one where you went, holy effing fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was reaction, and, and in a very, very, very positive way, too. Like, yeah. I was to call Bubbles, holy it's sweet like, flying fuck. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, there's, there's absolutely. There's, well, I think there's a quote per track. Yeah, they've done so. It's a real. That's awesome. Definitely... Yeah. Well, man. They also, <laughs> just before we do our first song here, they they put up. A, I put up a few tweets. Um, there's one they're uh, working on piano for one of their new songs, but there's one before that. You know, they post the the picture of me in my in my high front hoodie, right? And at first, my mm. song, I look at my watch because I got a notification. My watch comes like. 
didn't I post that like over a month ago? It's like, and it's like, oh, I scroll up, so I go, oh, hi, friends. Okay, that's why. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I didn't think I posted that. I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. But man, without further ado, let's get to, to kick off our uh, relatively heavy part one and, and a good kind of taper off, like, we'll call, kind of a drop off, but at a very smooth one at that, which is awesome. So, we're going to get to our first song tonight brand new titanosaur called uh we're all waiting dig this <laughs> <laughs>
right on, Titanosaur with We're All Waiting. Man, that was a heavy, great fucking tune. And let me tell you, uh, I did notice, I mean, there's, a, there's, it sounded like a mix of like STP and Soundgarden. STP vocally in some areas, like more or less around the chorus, but just the old kind of old school garden, uh, old school garden, old school Soundgarden from like Bad Motor Finger, Loud Love, that sort of thing. Yeah, I absolutely agree. There's definitely something in that guitar riff in the chorus that was a bit STP as well, <clears throat> I thought. But um, yeah, that was that was just a banging track. I mean, I love this guy. He's just such an awesome musician. He just writes amazing tunes, and every now and again, someone gets released, you go, oh, yes, I know exactly what I'm going to get. I know I'm going to love this. And it's just brilliant. Um, they're, all, they're all different. You know, they've all got their own thing, but he certainly knows you know where his style is and where his strengths are it's all about those guitar riffs and all about those almost Hetfield-esque vocals right <laughs> you know I kind of just want him to go absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely brilliant I love or, 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 or just a quick ooh a creeping death you know, like, ooh <laughs> right <laughs> Fall, followed by creeping ooh, death right creeping death. <laughs> brilliant but yeah I, I kind of um, he should do that at the beginning of it. They, they should be like an intro actually you know, to a song he, he goes, you know what, ooh you know Titanosaur uh, you know what would be a, a, a great cover and it would, has it oh, the right amount of yells in it is uh, King Nothing from Load no where's your crown King Nothing yeah no yeah. <laughs> do 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 you know, like, uh, yeah are Definitely. you satisfied you know like because like, yeah. <laughs> that's such a great yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah oh the other one is uh, I might be a lady is it Ain't My Bitch I think he's on oh, yeah. there isn't it it ain't that, my call it ain't my fault it my bitch <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I would love to hear Titanosaur <laughs> doing Ain't My Bitch for Metallica uh, that would be amazing hopefully he's not one of these people that hates everything after the first five albums or whatever hopefully he'll <laughs> turn up one day and go alright I'll do that cover for you <laughs> well, well what are you implying <laughs> <laughs> sir I reset yeah, that so man next up we have brand new high front and i got the email as soon as i like, oh yeah i'm getting this one I'm like i'm buying you today yeah. <laughs> so, so here we go with a song called someone pushed you away dig this high front
Right on, high front. Someone pushed you away. Uh, you know what? With that editing, I really dug that in because I wasn't sure if they're just gonna do like a quick drop off and cut it, or they're actually gonna give that just a little few seconds to gonna finish it off, right? But so uh, surprise ending. But man, what a great fucking tune! And honestly, <clears throat> uh, to me, I, I picked up uh, some old school Allison Chains, and I'm talking like facelift and sap. So like their first like EP and full length album, right? But also, <clears throat> just uh, just it, it sounded like. Uh, uh, there was some Jerry Cantrell influence, who's obviously part of Alice in Chains, but uh, <clears throat> he's got a certain style, and I just I love the heaviness to it, and and you know the the, the bass r- reminded me of, of Tool, but it was a great tune, man. Fucking loved it. Yeah, that was absolutely class. I mean, I I was totally with you on the Alice in Chains uh, kind of vibe to it. Just the whole was the way that it sort of chugged. And the way the vocal kind of went across the chugging was very Jerry Cram- Cram- can't say his name Jerry Cantrell Cantrell uh, yeah Cram- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Cantrell influence I thought um, but yeah they're another proper good proper heavy band that just you know every time they put something out it's just like wow this is really good um, which yeah I, you know, what's not to love really it's just absolutely brilliant vocals are brilliant guitars are brilliant got that big rumbling bass in there which is great the drums are just like keeping it all tight it's brilliant mate love it right on man well next up is a purchase uh actually a band can't purchase i made the other day a band called three little ducks featuring ren and the zero point pros in a song called coco bear do this
Right on. Three Little Ducks featuring Ren and the Zero Point Pros with a song called Coco Bear. And that was a good one, man. And honestly, I, I picked up some Sonic Youth in there, uh, guitar-wise. And uh, vocally, I still remind me of, like, early 90s stuff. Like, actually, even a little bit of L7, to be honest with you. Yeah, who was that boy again? What's that, sorry? The, the who, band, who was it boy again? Three Little Ducks featuring Ren and the Zero Point Pros. I just wanted you to say that again. I think it's amazing that you said that without failing. That's kind of got my job, right? Yeah, that's very good. You're very good. You can stay. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I just read that for yourself, can you? Oh, I guess that's my job, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Uh, that's fine. No, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a really good tune. I was really pleasantly surprised by the phased guitar that came in in my left ear right at the end. That was a, a very happy kind of feeling, just adding that second guitar of a little bit of uh, whooshy driftiness on it. It was pretty lush. The vocal was really good. Um, yeah, just it reminded me of everything I love about bands like Sonic Youth and stuff like that. It was just, yeah, top quality. Really good tune. Man, what a strong start. That's three bangers straight away, man. Right on, man. Well, we're going to keep it moving because next up we have brand new Get the Fuck Out of Dodge. And the song is called... Four <laughs> What's that, sorry? We got four bangers because this one's awesome as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not going to start this one either. Hey, get the fuck out of Dodge. What? <laughs> I said get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> one more time. Get the fuck out of Dodge. So here we go <laughs> with, with, their, with a song called Good Versus Evil. Dig this. Dodge with good for Seal is to practice mix, but that was a great tune, and we haven't heard anything from them in a, in a little bit. So it was nice to nice to hear a new song from Morrissey come up on Bandcamp. It's like, oh, okay, nice. Well, I'm definitely buying that. So that's that a great tune, and it's their 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 you know back to basis hardcore punk and just like smashing drums for lack of better words. <laughs> Manly really smashes the drums. Really. I love smashing. it. Smashing. <laughs> It's cool. That one actually, so all of their stuff reminds me of this band Winnebago Deal, who um, 
when I when I said that months ago, they then covered one of their tracks on the uh, on the covers album they did, which was amazing. But this one also, uh, and I hope they cover one of these tracks. So this one reminds me of the Beastie Boys. Oh, nice! Yeah, um, good point. Yeah, you know, kind of um, sabotage uh, kind of era yep. of the Beastie Boys because it's kind of something about the two vocals. You know, was kind of both them going for it. it just reminds me of. Um, of the Beastie Boys, but yeah, I, just, I mean, you know, that's just some. Uh, oh, it's that kind yeah. of raw punk, you know, attitude, anger, edge that bands like that always had, uh, regardless of style or whatever. Uh, but yeah, brilliant tune, absolute banger again. Um, and these guys are, you know, they're just awesome. And actually, they uh, that's a good point. One of them sent me a message ages ago, and I was <laughs> flooded with messages, not a reply. Uh, but yeah, anyway, <clears throat> top quality. Love these guys. Oh. As long as you didn't plan the Watergate, then we're good. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So <laughs> next... Christmas for God's sake, right? Well, <laughs> well, Beastie's line, right? If you're the so <laughs> the, the next song up is by a band called Two Mums, and the song's called Bushmaster Crazy Horse. Dig this; <laughs> it's quite the name, eh? Bushmaster Crazy Horse. <laughs> An amazing day. And I wouldn't never mind. I'll go on. So here we go with two moms and Bushmasters and Crazy Horse. Take this. <laughs> Come on, fire.
right on with that was two mums with uh Bushmaster Crazy Horse. Uh that was pretty heavy. <clears throat> and yeah, man, that, that blew me away. That was that was a pretty intense song. Like, I really dug that one. That was proper heavy. I enjoyed every single second of that. <laughs> that was just a really good tune. That was awesome. Uh yeah, again, kind of just like in your face, proper like, you know shouty punk music um with with like the guitar tone on that was just so ridiculously good it was all filth but it just had this lovely warmth inside it was like when you look at a fire and there's all the filth around the fire you know there's right. all the flames going everywhere whatever but you look right in you've got that little those little red coals or burning embers or whatever you've got that warmth the guitar tone was basically like a fire is what i'm saying bonesy i don't know why i'm saying it but that's what i'm saying <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> the guitarist was on fire there you go. <laughs> well we actually have played two months before it's just been a while so I thought we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a while, but we have played before. Great band and great tune. So, um, Mm. next up, we have Brand New Lesson Hollow, and uh, he sent us the last two songs on the EP, which is due out in the next week or two. So, here we go with Brand New Lesson Hollow and a song called The Fade. Dig this.
away on Less Than Hollow and the Fade. That was a badass tune, and that's another one that's uh, Adam Jerome's uh, project after Colt 48. <clears throat> this is just as bad, badass, mm. if not better. And I really dig the song. The last song we have to play, we'll play that uh, next week, more than likely. But <clears throat> it's a great EP, so when it comes out, I definitely suggest picking it up because it's a pretty badass and heavy EP, and uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, man, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, throwing my throat. Uh, that is absolutely brilliant. It's got a really powerful uh, kind of, you know, 90s alternative, grungy, big chorus thing going on, which is awesome. Um, it's just a great band. I forgot that it was the guy from Cult 48 until yeah. you just said that. I did know that, but I completely forgot. Um, but yeah, that, that does actually make a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, brilliant. Absolutely class. Uh, really, really good band. Really, really good tune. Right on, man. Well, next up is a band called Bugs featuring Athena with a song called uh, Seasons of the Moon. Take this.
Right on. Bugs featuring Athena with Seasons of the Moon. No, that was a great tune. I loved her vocals. Man, and the harmonies were just absolutely great. With just like the, the really high pitch and really kind of low monotone like, uh, mix in there. It was great. It was an awesome tune, man. I absolutely love that one. Yeah, absolutely. These, I mean, wow. <laughs> it's got those kind of industrial undertones in the guitar. It's got that really tight guitar sound, which is really nice. The dual vocals are brilliant. That whole thing is just really powerful. It's a big kind of, almost like a power metal track, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. I love that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I can see it that way too. Right on, man. So next up, we have brand new uh, The Painkillers, and uh, Jason will be on the show next Saturday. Yes. So uh, here we go with a song called Kicks The Painkillers. Take this. Shut up. 
right on the painkillers with kicks uh and man that could have gone easy in part two as well but i love the yeah. guitar soul at the end i love the bass and it was really cool like really uh rock and beat and i just yeah man, really good a great tune i can't wait to interview jason because it's been a long time since i've talked to him at all so well interview wise it is so yeah <laughs> yeah man i'm i'm really looking forward to that i think you know um i hope actually like, i posted him a little something uh the other day and i hope it arrives before the interview uh i just want to see what he thinks because he won't be expecting it um but anyway it's uh yeah he, he's an absolute legend his music is brilliant the bass lines on this painkillers album are absolutely fantastic that's the thing that i think keeps drawing me back to it it's just got this really rhythmic almost like the cure uh kind of bass line right nice. um element to, to it which is brilliant he's a legend uh his music is amazing this album is absolutely brilliant the cds are beautiful they're handcrafted yeah man yeah it's just gorgeous absolutely brilliant uh so yeah top quality looking forward to that speaking to him next week um are we are we are we saying what we're doing next week or is that yeah. not confirmed yet yeah no it's confirmed oh yeah yeah no i don't mean the interview i mean the other thing we talked about uh not yet you come more days than that so <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll wait. We'll leave it as a surprise. <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. More, uh, yeah, that was, that was brilliant. But right on, man. No, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. brilliant is what I was going to say. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. So next up, we have brand new Ron Bowes, the song called The Breakdown. Dig this. See 
Right on. Ron Bowes with Breakdown. He sent the email. It's one's a little bit funkier than that it is, but... Man, it reminded yeah. me of early '90s. Like oh, it's like a mix of like the Black Crows and like Marcy Playground. It's actually pretty cool. I really enjoy that too, man. Like funky, but yeah, just some of the breakdowns and some of the, like, like the guitarists. Like, like yeah, that's, that sounds pretty cool, man. I like it. Yeah, definitely. It had a sort of feel good vibe to it, didn't it? Um, which is very very cool. Definitely, um, definitely a bit of Black Crows in there. That's a great shout. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, very cool team. Ron Bose is absolutely amazing. I am gutted that I missed the interview with him, but I <laughs> did have COVID to be fair, so I yeah. wasn't really upset. <laughs> but even so, I am a bit gutted about that. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, proper legend, and we'll have to have him back so that I can finally have the conversation I've wanted to have for so long now. Um, but yeah, he's just awesome, and this is a cool team. I love the diversity. Like, there really is right. nothing... Yeah it seems that he can't do which is pretty awesome sort of half expecting him to come out with like a you know hair metal ballad in the style of poison or something like that at some point and he'll probably just nail it i don't know <laughs> he could probably do anything <laughs> but yeah proper legend great guy a great uh, great tune right on man well next up we have brand new daily small and this is a great tune this one's called sweet lullaby dig this I said, don't come near my grandma, my grandma, a lady of leisure, who treasures sad adventures in vain. I said, but I'm stuck in here. She said, don't you fear the grim
Sunshine and flowers sing and weep. Sweet lullaby will send you to a dream. Tell you good night and sleep. Wow. Um, that was Jaylee Small with Sweet Lullaby, and I was telling Mike off here, I'm not going to lie, when I first heard the song, I, I teared up, I'm not going to lie. This is a fantastic tune. She has such a lovely voice, and she tells such a great story, and she does have the command to make you hang on her every word with, with that voice alone. It's, you can listen to anything she sings. I mean, it's just, just absolutely fantastic. Like, you know, despite the title, it's a little bit heavier uh, lyrically, but still, what a great tune. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I think it's stunning. I think it's absolutely fucking amazing to be honest with you. It's um <clears throat> you know, this is this is someone who, you know, just understands arrangements, understands how to write songs. Obviously she's got an incredible voice which helps, <laughs> makes a massive yeah. difference, but <clears throat> but she really understands you know, the the way that the, where instruments come in and what they do and how they build around that incredible voice. You know, she could sing that completely a cappella. She could go to an open mic night mm. and just stand at the microphone with no instruments to sing that and it would be a brilliant song. And that's obviously the first thing. You could add an acoustic guitar and make it a brilliant, you know, even better song perhaps. You, you put the kind of you know, the band together that she's put to record that and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's right. <ridiculous laughs> oh, I mean it's it, that's the second time I've heard it. I heard it um earlier or whenever you know i was listening to the list and i was pretty blown away listen to it again you're just like oh my god this is incredible absolutely insane what a tune what an artist amazing right on well man next up uh we have annika jane and this is off her nostalgia ep which i bought with the booklet the other day on Bandcamp friday and i'm super excited to get it so here's a song called by your side featuring nathan isles take this Time wasn't on our side 
Jing featuring Nathan Isles this is from her Nostalgia EP which I did buy with the book I'm looking forward to getting that uh, in the mail very soon but this was a great tune um, very heart filled I would say for sure lyrically and uh, it is very um, but very relaxing at the same time too it's not necessarily depressing as such and that's not uh, not to say that's a bad thing I mean this is the intention of how it was written but what a great tune and just like it just one of those things you kind of sit back and you really kind of take it in and uh like i said i've listened to dp a number of times already you know i just got it yesterday but i had a lot of time on my hands so you know 
<laughs> but uh, so, but it's it, this is probably my favorite song on the EP. And that's why I chose to play this one tonight. So there you go, by your side, uh, featuring Nathan Isles, knows Annika Jane off her EP Nostalgia. Nice. I tell you who else that features. Uh, do you know who plays the harmonica? Or is she even gonna guess? Yeah, it is. Sorry, no way. Our favorite. Yeah. No, that's no, awesome. Right I mean, on. Yeah, I, I've I've had um, the digital copy of this uh ep for a while and of course, yeah. i only just <laughs> yeah <laughs> only, only just today, <laughs> I mean, like just now reading the, the liner notes discovered that our energy was on it i had no idea uh, but no i ordered the cd yesterday i didn't order the book now i sort of regret not ordering it but i can't quite afford it in, in you know the few weeks before christmas but i might have to go back and do that because i'm just rereading it it's a 38 page full color book right with all the lyrics and all the stories behind the songs and you get both CDs. You get the unplugged version of the CD as well. So that is an absolute bargain, actually, isn't it? Yes. Um, there's and, only 25 of them, and you've got one. I'm sure other people have got some, so I better be and, quick, I and, suppose. And, and, and she's, she's such a sweet person, too, because she actually sent me a direct message on Bandcamp saying thank you for the purchase. Like, well, it's definitely my pleasure. I did message back. I figured I'd get a chance to tell her on air. That's definitely my pleasure. Yeah. I love the EP, and yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to the booklet because when I saw that stuff come up, because a couple of things came up because she released the, the two-song EP, right? And uh, yeah. then she put up her other stuff where uh, there was like I think a wood covered CD that's you no know, uh, all done by her, but a bunch of different things, uh, different uh, pieces of merch like CDs, but CD cases with booklets that sort of thing. So I saw that as like yeah. you know what I really want the booklet because I did the same thing uh, for Nazanella. Yes. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, yeah, I want this. <laughs> You're coming home yeah, with me <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in, in a few weeks, depending on postage and, and, and air travel. So. Oh, don't I mean, well, you might get lucky actually because she's in Germany, and I think it's a lot more efficient than trying to send you stuff from the UK. Um, I had a lot of, I can't remember if I told you this, but I had, I think most of the CDs that I sent internationally um, a few weeks ago came back the other week when I couldn't do anything because I had really? COVID. Um, and they all had the same error on them, which I assume was something that, like, the post office writes something on the label. I assume they'd written the wrong code or the wrong thing, because I got, like, 10 CDs back. Oh, I was like, fuck, wow. these were supposed to be with people, like, weeks ago, and they've just arrived back at my door. So I sent them all out again yesterday. Um, yeah, it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. But it, I, I mean, it's, it's got so much worse since Brexit and all that. And I'm, right. I don't, you know, I don't know for certain, but I, I, my under, certainly sending things to Europe is a faff because I have to right. fill in. Well, mine got sent back too, so I'm, I'm repackaging and sending it back out. So, but it gives me a, a chance to add a couple more things because, like I said, there's a, there's a few things in there for uh, for Sunny and Will, but I want to put a little bit more in for Will because uh, you know Sunny's like a year and a bit, and you know, he gets more benefit out of stuffies than than you know, Will does from uh, yeah. something else. Like, well, I can get something else. So. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Oh, it, what, that came back to you as well? Yeah, I remember we talked about it, it was like two weeks ago. Oh, maybe it does, yeah. I was yeah, I have no idea why, but it did. So I got to repack and send it out, but I said it gives me a couple more times to get a few things and send a fast oh, track. With it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Canada, Canada Post is the same thing, and uh, yeah, just so it, it happens. Yeah. Oh, but, well. I did I did learn, though. I did ask people, like, do you actually care about release dates? And everyone was like, not really. We're just like, I'm going to see these drop through the door. I was like, okay. No, well, not really. <laughs> I'm going to try and send them before rather than after, but at least I know you don't mind too much if it comes back to me for no reason. Well, um, <laughs> if you remember um, way back when, when the uh, when the first uh, Hands of Blue album came out, they mm. wanted they wanted to send a, a T-shirt and a CD. They said, you know what? I'm going to send you my dad's address in the US because it'll probably be a lot faster. And he got it within days where it would have taken me like 
maybe three weeks to get it. <laughs> Jeez. Right? So it worked out. So he's like, okay, what's your, because I go down, I go down, well, you know, um, I uh, will be going down to visit him very, very shortly. Hopefully that goes to yeah. war again because of this new variant. But either way, mm. just go visit him a lot. So, okay, we'll say, well, next time I'm down, I'll pick it up. There's no rush or whatever, right? Because like, I got the Joe copy where it's so. Next yeah, way up, and nice. that's why I had a few things shipped there, and a couple of things I bought in Bandcamp I had shipped to um, his girlfriend's place in Spain because it was a, uh, quicker and cheaper. <laughs> nice, no way. Yeah, <laughs> fair so, enough. Just just a couple of vinyls that like I'll be picking up when I get there. So, but nice. I just that's I just did it. I just did it, and I was able to do it thankfully, just because like it saved me a, a ton of money because shipping costs can be just astronomical, right? And I get, I get the band's got to put the money up, and I totally understand it. It can be very costly depending on what, how big of a package you're sending. So I totally get that. But yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I one time was like, no, I can't. And since travel's still down a little bit, I, I don't have my friend Wendy to come and meet you in Brighton, <laughs> right? So yeah, exactly. Because Tiger Mick put some new T-shirts up again. It's like, oh, cool. And the shipping cost is almost double what the T-shirt costs in the, in the commercial. Like, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. Like, I nice. want to, but I can't. So. It is crazy. Yeah. I've started sending things. Uh, in fact, that was something I did this week. Um, we realised, obviously, Grim lives on in Northern Ireland, right? And he can just go over the border, like because because of the sort of long and complicated agreement that we have with Ireland <laughs> and Northern Ireland, he can just pop over the border and send it, and then it's being sent from within Europe. So he's now he's now my European distributor. Nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I can't get packages out. They keep coming back to me. So <laughs> I'm like filling in all the custom shit, doing stuff, and then every now and again, something comes back. And I go, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to do that now, which should be faster. In fact, Annika Jane, um, who we just played, is one. I've sent her the same CD twice, and it's come back twice. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, but also, they were sent months apart. Like the first one didn't come back to me, and she mentioned it. And I never received this. I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll send you another one." And then they both came back within like two weeks. And I was like, "Why did one take like three months?" And one well, yeah, you know what? You know what's weird too is um, it seems that anything coming from Hilo and they're in Manchester for some reason it always seems to take forever because they ordered a T-shirt probably a couple of months ago. Play the same thing more of the painkiller stuff. And Jason is in is in Manchester as well. I got his first. I still haven't got the high low t shirt. And yeah. I, I know they have the right address, so it's not that. I mean, like that was uh, um, squared away like over a year ago, wherever it was. But yeah, yeah. so it just it just is like, well, it's, I mean, it's like, well, it's what taking a long do? time. So well, yeah. But the only yeah. thing is, I'm thinking is like, well, uh, there might have been a, a ticket dropped off the house saying, you know, come pick it up the, at the post office. The only reason I'm saying that is because I got a, one in the mail that says, like, uh, Final notes, but there's nothing marked on. It's like final notes for what? <laughs> like it's got no number, no code. It's like, um, well, this is kind of useless. So, but Tempsey clearly got you know what, that's, Go that's exactly what happened on the um, on the second time I sent Annika Jane her thing. It came back. It had all these stickers on it that I couldn't read because they were in French and German for some right. reason. And um, I took a picture and sent it to her. And she goes, oh, it says it was at my local post office, but they never told me. Um, so she was supposed to come and pick it up, and they never right. said it to her. I was like, fuck's sake. Yeah, so I got so, yeah. one for okay. Laughing Gear from Australia for their, for yeah, their yeah. LP and another one for uh, Book of Worms. But other than that, like, I haven't received anything after that. That's why I saw. I was like, um, I've already picked this package up. picked up, like, last week if this is what they're talking about. But there's no code number <laughs> or anything, so I had no idea what it was for. So, okay, well, whatever. They'll, they'll let me. Yeah. They'll let me know if they get it back, right? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So goodness, it's part of the crazy world we live in. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's listening and you happen to work in distribution, <laughs> let me know. If you're yeah. a small record label, that'd be great. 
<laughs> I can make it worth your while. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> yes, I can make it worth your while, but not with money, probably. Because, you know, we don't make any of that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll be really nice to you. I'll, I'll do nice things. <laughs> that sounded worse than it was. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so next up, we What's have... our next topic? Uh, brand new Marvel line. This one's called Evil Worm. I dig this. Evil Worm. Now, this was a great tune. It very tripped out, yes, and definitely could have gone in part two, uh, but I'd had to do a little bit of a balancing act, but still fit uh, in part one right here. But the thing is, too, is I was telling Mike off air, 
Um, reminds me of uh, this song by uh, David Bowie, and I, like I said, blank the name of the, of the album right now, but it came out in 2016. But the song's called I'd Rather Be High. And when he's like, I'd rather be high, I'd rather be high, I'd rather be flying. Right? It's like, it's like the, the, the tune is yeah. like very similar, but man, what a great tune. I love Marvelline's tune. I mean, he's given us nothing but gold over the past, like, man, at least a year, if not more, but great tune and uh that was evil worm so like yeah well done and uh he's another one uh just like uh mikey j he's from australia as well oh that's right yeah yeah i forgot about that um yeah this is absolutely brilliant it's um i think it says it comes out on the 10th of december so um got it a little bit early a little preview uh into into marveline is it marveline or marveline i don't know um, um, you know um i'm not sure i've been saying marveline so uh, uh if please correct us <laughs> Even if you go to I, mean, I, I just, I just go with you. You know, I, I assume <laughs> that you're right until they say otherwise. Um, sorry, I'm trying to multitask here. I just retweeted the wrong, retweeted one of my own tweets instead of yours. Um, yeah, I love these guys. <laughs> Band person, whatever it is. Um, absolute quality. Again, it's it's not um, it's not dissimilar to the Painkillers in that it reminds me a little bit of the Cure. It has that kind of yes. um, almost sort of. Um, I don't know what you'd call it, but it almost sort of like puts you in a bit of a trance kind of thing. It's a bit trippy, you know, uh, in the music, which is cool. The vocals are brilliant. I think the guitar work is brilliant. Uh, it's got that beautiful sort of pop layer on top of it, um, which makes it really accessible and, and just, yeah, it's absolutely lush to listen to that. I love that tune. It's brilliant. And you know what? We've talked about it a few times too. Speaking of the cure, the cure's come up many, many times. It's like Robert Smith and, yeah. and, and the gang. But um, I will, maybe not you, but I did mention, of course, uh, when the first season of South Park when Robert Smith was on there, right? And then when he's taking off in the distance, uh, Kyle's was like, Disintegration's the best album ever! And, you know, but out of all their albums, he, uh, he's absolutely 100% right. I mean, that's a fantastic one. I love all the Cure albums, but that is the best one for sure. Yeah, we, we have this debate every now and then. Yes. I mean, it, it is a great album. No one can deny that it's an amazing album. Um, but I also I'm a big fan of Blood Flowers, which is right. about 2000. It's it's sort of yeah, I have it. I yeah. would say fewer people. Yeah, I know you know fewer fewer people probably know because most people know the Cure from you know, back when they were massive, I suppose. Uh, but that is a brilliant album. I also there's an album called Paris, which is a live album, which presumably was live in Paris. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and the version of Play for Today on that is just outstanding. That's so so nice. insanely good. Uh, that really gets me as well. But yeah, Disintegration is an incredible album, of course it is, but they are an amazing band as well. Just like, it's a bit like Neil Young. You keep right. finding stuff because you've been around for so well, long. You dig in, you go, oh, fuck, you know, I didn't know that existed. Speaking of stuff where you either keep finding or you found a number of years ago, but haven't been able to see it since or haven't seen it since. And I was telling a buddy at this work the other day about this because I'd only found this album probably about a year, year and a bit ago. But I was saying, well, back in, I think it was like 97, I was living in Michigan. Now, my brother came down to visit, so we went to Harmony House, which is like the CD store, right? So yeah, he yeah. found this live version of John McLaughlin, Chick Corea, and Pat Metheny, like all jazz musicians, like live in Tokyo. Was like, nice. And man, one of the best albums ever, you know? And uh, like, I, I, I never made a burn of it for whatever reason. Anyways, point being is like, I think eventually he lost it too, so... And up until about a year ago, I finally found it. Like, oh man, this is a great album. Like, it was perfect. I can't remember where I found it, but I think I just kind of looked online. And it's like, oh, here it is. Boom. And I'll, I'll, I'll pay what they want. It wasn't that bad, actually. I mean, it was like 22 bucks with shipping. So, not too bad at all. 
When I was mentioning that to him, I said, well, you know, there's a lot of other stuff they didn't realize until later. I told him about Wes Claypool. Is, uh, it was probably, I want to say it's, it was pre, actually no, it was post-Brown album. would have been after Brown album when he did Wes Claypool and Highball for the Devil. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the song in there called Me and Chuck, which I've mentioned this a few times, and the yeah. Chuck he's speaking of is Charlie Hunter, the jazz guitarist. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and a bad starts that's like, no way. It's like, I'm actually not surprised they're friends, to be completely honest. So, <laughs> But I was like, I, 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 so I was like, it's like, oh, me and Chuck, but I was like, Charlie Hunter, holy shit, nice. <laughs> and I, I should, should recognize the guitar style, but either way, it's a, it was a great one. So I told him about that as well. So a couple of things like, and I, I said, because when we were uh, we were outside having a smoke, this is like me, one, two in the morning, right? Because I work overnight. Yeah. And even though the Christmas tunes are going overhead, we're talking about like classic stuff. And I told him, I said, still one of my first toys that I saw in an interview with her behind the music on the police. And I know I've told this one a few times was right near the bitter end where uh, um, uh, Stuart Copeland and Singh just hated each other. Kind of like uh, Roger Waters, <laughs> like Roger Waters and, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, um, yeah. Pink Floyd, Blake. Oh, fuck, what is his name? Come on. Holy crap, I can't um, forget it. Holy crap. It's not Nick Mason, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no, it's David. David's David Gilmore. Something. David Gilmore. There we go. Gilmore, Gilmore. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, can yeah, I, yeah. I can't be blank, but yeah, so it's, it's essentially a mix, uh, uh, the same kind of idea between uh, Dave Gilmore and Roger Waters having, having the argument. But what happened was, since uh, they hated each other so much, I mean, I think Stuart Copeland hated Sting more at the time, but what he did is, since he knew where Sting would stand during the songs and during the dinner performances, because the last few gigs, so what he did was he put in tape in big letters, so because he knew that Sting would see it, and he put, "You see you next Thursday." <laughs> so Sting would see it every time he stepped back to that position. He'd see that on his drums. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, so. It, it makes you think. Was it really worth them carrying on with those gigs? Should they not have stopped there if they hated each other? Well, yeah, well, right, eh? <laughs> I, I guess Jesus not. I mean, at the, at the time, I guess they were they're, they're thinking about the money, I don't know for sure, but that'd be my guess. I suppose so, yeah. I suppose that's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah, all right, oh, man. Go ahead. Sorry. I've never had money, so I don't know what it's like to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Well, yeah, right? So next up is one of our favorite bands, uh, They Are No More, but they uh, disbanded and kind of reformed partially as Crushed by Pimps. The band is called Mr. Susan, which unfortunately Mike has not had a chance to interview them and or Crushed by Pimps, which we need to set up so we can do that. So get Christian and Ben on, right? So so next up is uh, Mr. Susan, a song called Bathrobes and towels, and everybody knows this is like my favorite uh, Crush by Pimps. Uh, Mr. Susan Band. That's <laughs> right, Mr. Susan Dude. So here we go with bathrobes and towel. Digs, towels. Dig this. Blah, 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 blah. Dig this. <laughs>
high school education and I wasn't a very good student. I am from the minimum wage working world. That was what I was doing before I joined Black Flag. I was earning $3.50 an hour scooping ice cream and taking inventory and making the nightly deposit at a Haagen-Dazs in Washington, D.C. I am basically equipped to park your car, sweep up after your pet and put fries in a bag as you drive by a box on the side of a Wendy's.
Right on, Mr. Susan and Bathrobes and, towel, and Towels, and that's from their album uh, Personality Contest, which is, by the way, an amazing song, uh, amazing album. And we actually mm. did get this song before it actually made it to the album, the album was done. So there you go, but a great tune. I absolutely love these guys, and I just like killer drums, and just love the bass, and I just, I just love the energy, right? And it's this one band I would like to see soon enough. But uh, just seeing the live videos they put up between the energy between Christian and Ben, I was like, man, I gotta go to all this concert like, soon enough. But uh, uh, but crazy uh, song, and like I said, it's always been my favorite. Like once since it came out, and uh, of course having Henry Rollins breakdown, you can't go can't go wrong, right? So you got prog rock mixed with Henry Rollins, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't argue with that really. <laughs> right. They are amazing. They are an incredible uh, group of people. Um, Crushed by Pimps uh, the other week uh, off the record were insanely good. Um, their their track on the charity compilation that we put out, I think, is one of the most played tracks I saw the other day. Uh, people are absolutely loving it, nice. um, which doesn't surprise me in the slightest because uh-huh. it is absolutely amazing. But um, yeah, people are loving it. That's that's one from the um, one of the new ones that's coming uh, next year. Um, I have. I have it on good authority, uh, extremely good authority, um, <laughs> that it's going to be an announcement next week that's very exciting about Crushed by Pimps. Um, don't. <laughs> I also... <laughs> I, <clears throat> I also... I don't even know if they know this. They might know this you know, tomorrow when they listen back to this or whatever. Uh, but I also did get their set recorded off the record. Nice. Uh, I would like to do something with that at some point um, with them as well because it was amazing. Um I did get the sound engineer to record it, uh, and and another um, Very nice. band as well. But um, yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant band. Love them to bits. Well, uh, as crushed by Pims and as uh, Mr. Susan before that, and that is an well, awesome tune. You know what? We will be playing uh, playing uh, crushed by Pims in part two. That's going to lead up part two. And uh, I know, yeah, yeah. Right. So their their first EP though. I mean, it's still kind of all true. It's also it's kind of those funny kind of things that actually does make you feel feel good at, at certain times. Is Margo goes mm. below, you know, like and there's a, there's a there's a sign that says congratulations, you're in the week. Can't see that and not feel happy. Ha ha ha! Genius, right? It's like, you know, like, yeah, so. But uh, there you go. So we have one more song here for part one to get to. So this is an, a little bit old one by Adam Bostock. This one's called "The Ward." Dig this.
right on. Adam Bostock and The Ward. Granted, that tune is a little bit more tripped out, but it's a great tune nonetheless. Okay. He's got such a great voice, and I'm sure this is like, there's this one and one other one where it definitely reminds me of, uh, uh, from this, I'm trying to name the movie, the soundtrack, like the vampire movie with Aaliyah, right? But the song, Why Won't You Die? You know, why with corn? Why won't you die? Like, Yes. So badass tune, and man, Adam Bostock is such a phenomenal guitarist and a great vocalist, and you know the stuff he's done. He keeps on sending us. I mean, I know this is a little bit old from October, but still, this is a great tune, and it's like this guy deserves all the props in the world because he just nails his profession. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a bit of a superstar, isn't he? He just, you know, the the effort that he puts in or, or certainly the effort he appears to put in given the output is so high <laughs> um is, is incredible like it's just every every note every uh every sort of piece of that that's put together is just you know it's, it's right up there it sounds absolutely fantastic um yeah absolute superstar i love this guy i love that track brilliant right on well that's gonna do it for part one and we'll be back in about 15 20 minutes ish and uh like uh, always, we're going to let uh, Dr. Gear take us out. So here we go. Take this. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Shrinky-ding that! Krieger out!